Okay, hi everyone. This is the Lead Boldly podcast number four. Today we're going to be talking about negotiation. Uh, and this is Getting to Yes, the Irrefutable Guide to Empathetic Negotiation. So, we all negotiate every day, whether it's with our spouses about household chores or at work over subtle power imbalances on projects. Rather than thinking of negotiations as one off activities we occasionally regrettably engage in, think of it as an ongoing process of negotiating the chasm between others' goals and your own. The purpose of this podcast is to normalize the skill of negotiation to the point that you see it as a welcome, attention-worthy part of your everyday life. It's also a more comprehensive um, discussion of one of the 10 skills every entrepreneur needs to develop uh, and a follow-up to two earlier podcasts about the tool I made for that skill as well as the skills themselves. So negotiation is an art form. Organizations are gradually becoming more teal. This is good. It means happier, more productive citizens of the world. It also means effective interpersonal communication is more crucial to organizational and personal success than it's ever been. People don't obey rigid hierarchies anymore and are expected to navigate their positions terrain both within the organization and with external partners. All of these people can be considered agents, each of whom have their own wishes, desires, thoughts, and beliefs. Effective negotiators know to empathize with these folks quickly understand the desired outcome from some scenario, say status or security, and help to create a situation of mutual benefit where both agents meet their objectives. Positional versus principled negotiation. This can be a subtle craft. For example, imagine you're getting a new job and negotiating for your salary. How do you handle this situation? Do you discuss past achievements or perhaps an ultimatum? Meet my demands or I walk. These are both fixed positions and are the trademarks of positional negotiators who bend this way and that depending on the circumstances. Someone who is an adept negotiator won't approach with any fixed position, but instead with a set of principles. Principled negotiation doesn't see negotiation as a zero-sum game, where if you get your raise, the boss loses out on getting a good deal. Instead, negotiation is framed around mutual benefit through principle or values alignment. Key to this process is empathy. Ask the boss, what do people in my situation normally get paid? What benefit packages are normally offered? Explain your life beyond work and financial needs. Perhaps it's not really the raise you prefer, but a day working from home so you can see your kids more. Or an extra week of vacation. Maybe your boss has certain salary limits they can't break, but has other incentives they can offer you. The key is communication, communicating values and objectives openly and honestly, and being willing to negotiate your way to a fair middle ground. Separate the people from the problem. If we visualize negotiation, it's easy to imagine two parties squaring off across a formidable table, playing a verbal game of risk as they thrust and parry their way to concessions from each other until one breaks or vacates the bargaining table. This confrontational winner-take-all scenario hardly represents the constant minor negotiations of real life where tired, often stressed people just try to make situations work. Let's imagine negotiation instead as both parties side-by-side side squaring off against a thorny problem and working together to solve it. Both parties asking questions, engaging in honest dialogue, and proposing and negotiating solutions until everyone is satisfied. This often requires creativity, and it's tempting to engage in the prisoner's dilemma and assume they're trying to cheat you. Therefore, you must cheat them first, so at the very worst, you're even in that you've both been cheated. Modern industry is regulated on a foundation of trust. Bad suppliers, manufacturers, or customers don't get repeat business. Get a reputation for dishonesty, and you become the black sheep who's out of business. To build a movement, whether it's a startup, a firm, a social venture that lasts, you need to cultivate a reputation for honesty and fairness in all your dealings, and empathetic, principle-based negotiation is how that's done. To sum up this podcast, 
Negotiation is one of 10 skills everyone should learn and cultivate. Two, flatter organizations put the onus of communication on the employee, not the system. Three, communication involving goals that appear conflicting require negotiation to resolve. For instance, imagine two converging paths people are walking on, and negotiation as the process of aligning those paths for the duration of the time they're walking together. For effective negotiations operate from principle, what I believe in, not position, where I happen to be right now. Five, frame negotiation as a partnership that solves a problem you're both faced with. And six, the foundation of negotiation is trust, which can only be built over time through trustworthy and fair dealings with everyone. I want to thank you for listening and uh, have a good one.